Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is Hump Day, Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. I am Solid Blue Sister, and this is my turn to talk. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hey, Blood Ninja, welcome. You are number one today. Daddy Hoff, you're number two. Welcome, welcome. Brina, you are number three. I hope all of you guys are having a beautiful day. And anyone listening on any of the other platforms, welcome. It is a beautiful, cool, cloudy day and sunny in California. But it's a good day. Welcome. started and everyone else as always will trickle in. So today I want to talk about asking polite questions. When are polite questions necessary and when are they a waste of time? Okay, what I mean by that is, um, and we touched on this once once before, but I really want, want to, to get into it because I, I think it's kind of funny to me. At the same time, I think sometimes polite questions are a waste of time. Some people think I'm rude when I say that, which I probably am, but um, I just want to know when you ask someone a question, do you really mean it? You know, when you, when you say to someone, um, hi, how are you? Do you really mean it? Um, or is it just force of habit that you're saying it? And a lot of us may not even realize that what we're even saying because we just say it. Um, I, I, I question that. I, I question that 
because I think that when you ask someone a question, whether it's a polite question or rude question, whatever type of question it is, you should uh, you, you should kind of mean it. You know, and there are people who, when they say hi to me, I will literally just stop short of saying, how are you? I'll just say hi. I won't say how are you because some people, and y'all know who I'm talking about, so don't act like y'all <laughs> don't know some of these people. They will literally tell you how they're doing and it doesn't turn into oh i'm 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 fine or i'm 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 good or i'm doing well or you know whatever they it turns into a complaint session it turns into well you know this happened or my husband did this my wife did this my kids are doing this my my boss my job it turns into this 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 you know session where you're listening to them complain and there's always that one person that that does that so when you ask a polite question, um, do you mean it? And Brina says, how are you? Is second nat nature at this point? Not that I don't care, but I don't expect them to really tell me. But Brina, let me ask you, do people really tell you? I mean, there are some people that really tell you. Okay, and then you say, I only do venting sessions with friends, not, not randoms. But once again, you have those people who will tell you, even if they're not randoms, even if they are friends, you know, at what point, you know, is it that same friend that no matter where you are, no matter what you do, they're going to complain about something. Um, you know, if you say, hey, do you want to go to the beach? Well, no, I don't want to go to the beach because the last time, you know, when we went to the beach, then this happened and I, I got sunburned and then I tripped and I fell and, and I got a ticket. And I mean, it's like, you know, they're they're that person. <laughs> I know you're laughing, but I but you but y'all know what I'm you know what what I'm talking about. But at the same time, I think polite questions are important. If you are um, meeting someone for for the first time, um, maybe you are breaking the ice to say hi. How how are you? But is that really? Um, if you're if you're meeting someone for the first time and you really genuinely want to meet this person, I know that how are you is second in, um, nature. But is there another question that you can ask someone that will be more um, not not so not so second nature-ish, <laughs> if that makes sense. Crucible, welcome. You know, I mean, is, I mean, you know, <laughs> and Brina's like so aware and yep. You know, so, um, you know, for me, I have really gotten into the habit and some people may know I'm doing this, some people may not, but I, I've really got, gotten into the habit of saying, um, you know, when I say, how are you? I truly mean it. And for some people, I'm just like, hey, you know, uh, see, Brina says, like Blunt said, you have to sincerely mean it if, if, if you ask. And again, the polite questions. Do you sincerely mean those so-called polite questions? Um, you know, I'm not going to ask you, how is your mother doing if I really don't care? And I understand that people do ask questions, you know, like if you have that, um, that, you know, if, if you have a friend 
and you guys both know that person well, but you all don't really know each other. And they say, I'll, I'll be right back. And you two are kind of like standing there or whatever. I understand that you're, you know, you, you're doing those filler, you know, chit, chit chat, whatever. But in terms of, again, polite questions, um, do most people meet, mean them? And can you guys actually say um, that at some point, when you you've asked a, a question that you really didn't care what the answer was so that's what i mean by are they necessary or are they a waste of time um you know because you have some people who you ask a a question to and they may be giving you an answer and you're not interested and you're not even listening. You're not even listening to, to what they're even saying, to what to what their answer is, you know, and, and vice versa. Somebody may ask you a question and they're not listening. You know, um, some people you tune out for various reasons, um, you know, uh, but again, it comes down to that polite question. So, Okay, guys, I am done. <laughs> Do you got anybody want to push push back on me? Agree with me? Tell me I'm wrong. I'm rude. Whatever you guys want to tell me. Anybody? 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 No. Okay, then I will. Uh, <laughs> then I will keep going. So, but one thing that I did want to tell you guys. Hold on. Let me find it. Okay, here it is. Okay, so um, okay, one part of asking a polite question is to make the other person feel feel good. Now, this is what 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 someone says. Someone by the name of Susan Hersey. She says that you should make the other person uh, feel feel good. Do you guys? necessarily think that's true that if you're asking a polite question that you have to make the other person feel good Rena says outside of how are you which i consider casual at this point i care about the response i get when asking a personal question to anyone okay so brina have you ever been in a position where someone asks you a a question a polite question and you they weren't really listening or you knew they weren't really listening and and i, and I guess that kind of goes with 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 anything i guess that that kind of you know okay so brina says yes so um i guess that um we've all been in a situation where people are talking to us and they're not listening to us or vice versa. We're, we're not listening to them. I mean, there are people that I tend to, to tune out and there are people who, who, who tune me out, um, especially with bosses. <laughs> yes, I have had some bosses that, that, that do not listen. Yes. Um, you know, so, um, but again, I want to come back to, should we, when we're asking questions to people and even if it's just 
randoms, as 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 Brina says. Um, should you try to make that person feel good? Should you try to um, should should you make that person feel welcome? And Brina uh, is saying yes to Brina's answer. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. Okay. So, do you think that asking a polite question, a polite question, can be a rude question? Like you mean it? You meant it to be a polite question, but it was a rude question, and. Um, Why do we, in some circumstances, question people anyway? Are our polite questions meant to truly be polite or are some polite questions nosy ones where, you know, if you see somebody, you know, you see your friend getting in the car or whatever and, you know, you say, hey, where where are, are you going? And they say, I'm going to take care of business instead of just leaving it like that. You might say, "Oh, what do you? What business are you going going to, to to do?" Because I have had people ask me questions where I have said to them, "What business is it of yours?" Uh, because some of their quote unquote polite questions to me are nosy um, or borderline rude. Um, so. Are some of our polite questions rude? Let's see, uh, or, or rude or nosy. Brina says, yeah, I blow smoke just to pass the time. Most of the time it won't hurt. Okay, Brina says, yes. My tone comes off as rude often. Sometimes I don't intend on being mean, but it comes out that way. Okay, tell them to, <laughs> to politely. Okay, Brina, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to what you said. I don't intend on being mean, but it c- comes out that way. All right. I have been accused of this many times that my delivery sometimes, you know, is like, well, it's not what you said it's how you said it, you know, and um, I find that kind of funny sometimes because for me, and this is just me personally, I cannot speak for anyone else. When I'm telling people things or I'm saying things to people, if I'm trying to get a point across, a lot of times I'm fully aware of how I'm I'm saying things. But sometimes you have to go go there with with with, with some some people. Um, sometimes, um, you know, you may not intend it that, that way, but actually, you really do. So, Brina, are we always aware of our tone? And then uh, uh, she says, yes, sometimes I'll run back a conversation in, in my mind and, and, and feel, feel bad. Okay. Um, and then, but then you said, tell them to F off politely. But what if you, some people don't, don't get that, that politeness? So, you know, you're telling someone to, you know, to, to go away <laughs> in, a, in a polite way. But 
what if people don't get your politeness and then you have to go there? So I know that you have to be polite some, sometimes, but when is politeness a waste of, of time? When do you have to go there? Let's see. Uh, I mean, you hold on, Crucible. I, I didn't catch you there. Hold on. Let's see. There we go. Okay. Brenda says, I mean, you can please everybody uh, case, case by case. Okay. All right. And, 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 and definitely, it definitely would be a, a, a case by, by case. Um, you know, but, oh, there we go. Um, but some people, they don't get the politeness and some people are asking polite questions to be nosy or intrusive or just downright just none of your your, your business uh, so crucible welcome hello solid um yeah i bring has it right it's a case-by-case case thing it depends on the topic and depends on the relationship you have with the person if this is a person who has a reputation for trying to get up in your business and asking personal and probing questions then you know pretty much how to deal with that person you don't necessarily care that much about their feelings because they don't really care that much about yours. Um, but I think most people have a genuine curiosity about other people's lives. Does it border on nosiness? Of course it does. I think we're all nosy to some extent on some level. Um, we, we mask it as curiosity, but it, it can be called straight up nosiness. But a lot of people are, are socially awkward. They say things that they don't mean necessarily or they are um, feeling flustered they're trying to force a conversation they don't like silence um, i've been in a lot of those situations and you can wind up with some awkward exchanges and so i think it's tempting to kind of figuratively you know slam the window down on somebody's fingers and you say aha you know you're not asking me those questions and you can overreact a little bit um, like i said if it's the same person committing the same offense all the time that's that's one thing but if people are genuinely trying to be nice and you're looking for always looking for the nosiness quotient or somebody crossing the line and you're always ready to push back that's a different kind of a problem so i do think it's a case-by-case -case thing but a lot of people say things that aren't appropriate out of social nervousness not because they're trying to be rude and i think that needs to be factored into how you are responding to somebody i don't ever think f off you know politely if there's a way to do that um but again, I think that only is in a situation where somebody has egregiously and repeatedly, you know, broken the rules and there's no other way to address it. Okay. All right. So um, I agree with some of what you said, Crucible, and some of it um, I, I don't. I don't think that you have to be a repeat offender. I think that people when I, I think that I, I do believe that people are socially awkward to a certain degree. And I and I have been in situations where you're in that awkward silence, but I have also been in a situation. Um, welcome, Ellie. Welcome, Woody. Welcome, Kimberly Michael and GP Maniformal. Um, verbal welcome. Um, I have been in, in situations where um, it has been an awkward silence, but I've been able to, and again, I'm just speaking about me, I've been able to 
turn an awkward silence into where it's not awkward or it's not awkward for me. Um, I do believe that when you meet people, um, there are just some questions that you just shouldn't ask. Um, I have had people, I mean, some, some of my friends where um, they've seen me come out of the store with a lot of bags and, you know, one particular person, um, she's literally going to my bag. What, you know, what, what, what did you buy? Um, that's not a, that's not a, a polite question to me. That's being rude. It's, 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 especially when you're physically, you know, making, when you're, when you're physically making the attempt of looking in, in someone's bag. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that you do ask questions, um, to get to know people. Um, and you know, they'll ask you questions to, to get to, to, to know you. But, um, for me personally, I am not someone who's always looking for the, you know, oh, oh, oh my God, you know, you are being, um, being, 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 being rude. But I do believe that there is a line that people should, should, should not cross, be they your, your friends or, or as Drina says, your, uh, randoms um let's see da, 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 da. you guys are saying hello to each other hello hello okay so crucible you want to push push back or you want to add anything else or yeah i mean i think um you know some people are just very private and i think in those kinds of situations you, you you're going to react the way your personality tells you to to react but i'm a believer in you know kind of pick your battles you can't go to the mat on everything um it's exhausting and you create you know very acrimonious relationships that way but you know for me personally let's just take your your shopping example i mean that would be one of those things where i would just be kind of like bemused and say is find anything in there you like you can keep it you know you, you can sort of get your point across without really you know, I personally, if somebody wants to go through my bag after I've been shopping, you know, go for it. It'd be the most boring 15 seconds of your life, but have at it. So to me, that would not be where one where I would call somebody out and say, well, what do you mean? What did I buy? That's none of your business kind of a thing. It would seem to be a fairly innocuous comment that you could diffuse pretty easily without getting into a back and forth. So I think we got to pick our spots. That's all. Okay. Okay. And again, um, I'm going to push back on that because... I don't think I, for that particular thing, um, I'm not looking for a battle, you know, but I, again, um, I do believe that um, people, whether it's innocent, whatever, um, I could have something in my bag that, um, you know, you you may not care, but I may have something in, in my bag that is private. You know, somebody else may have something in their bag that's that's private, um, you know, or in, um, embarrassing, you know. So I'm just saying, you know, you can't assume. So, but that's just, but again, that's that's just me. So, uh, um, so again, I'm coming back to the polite questions. Do we ask questions, and I'm going back to the, hi, how are you? And I know it's second nature for a lot of people, but do you truly mean it and do you really care? 
or if it's just something that you just say and you're just moving on. Okay, Ellie says, I carry uh, a knife might be frightening. <laughs> well, see. Okay, um, Crucible. Yeah, I think that how are you thing is it's a, a very reflexive, you know, subconscious thing that is a substitute really for just like hello. I mean, we've all said it thousands, if not millions of times in, in, in situations where we didn't give a damn how the other person was doing. It, it wasn't like we didn't care about them. But at that particular moment, when I pass somebody on the street or I, I see a friend of mine, I say, well, how's it going? What do you mean by how's it going? I mean, you hope they don't tell you how it's going, but a lot of people will. But you don't really want them to tell you how it's going, and they know you don't want them to tell you how it's going. It's a salutation. You know, it's a simple greeting. Um, I think the words, we, we get too literal with the words. How are you? How's it going? How are you doing? Um, nobody really expects to have an exchange about that. It's just a, it's just a, 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 a way of, of, of acknowledging the other person. If that is a really close relationship, I mean, we all have different relationships where you stop somebody and you really genuinely want to know how they're doing. I mean, that's a different situation. But if it's just a standard rank and file exchange between people, you know, hundreds of times a day, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody really means, asks sincerely, and I don't think the response is expected or, or is delivered most of the time. It's just a, it's just a hello. Okay. All right, and as we said uh, before, before you came on, um, uh, that there are some people who will tell you how how they are, and they'll it'll turn into more of a, a complaint thing than than anything else. Um, let's see, Woody says, "Salad, everything in my bag is private. Pardon my language, but it's not your effing bag. My bag. Um, that's a ridiculous thing that I couldn't even imagine somebody trying to do other than maybe my wife." Woody, people today will do some of anything. And people think that, um, uh, like, like Crucible said, that, you know, some things just let it pass, pick, um, pick, pick, pick your battles. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily use that word, pick, pick your battle, because going through somebody's bag, I'm not trying to pick a battle or somebody says something, whatever, not trying to, to, to pick a battle. But people have done things where, it literally is not their business, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, what if, what if, you know, once again, a lot of things are not people's business, and um, I think that people have gotten to the point where, and I know I'm changing the the, the, the topics I'm here. I think people have gotten to the point where some people is just so rude now that, you know, that people are just rude, that they think anything goes that you're supposed to just turn the other cheek for, for everything. And we've become a society where people will say anything to anybody and we're just supposed to, oh, it's, it's, it's not that, that, that big of a deal, let it go. Well, what may not be a big of a deal for you may be a big of a deal for me. And if that person is consistently going around saying things or doing things that they shouldn't again just just like that bully at school or at work instead of just ignoring them maybe you, you know they need to be put put in their place so they don't do it again but again that's just me 
Um, let's see. Ellie says, Brina, I should protect myself from this chaos. Sheepy says, many women over here carry guns in their purse. Um, Ellie says, I hear you. Or Brina says, I hear you. Unfortunate, but sometimes necessary. Woody Wish says, I guess that's why I live in the middle of nowhere where I can choose to have to interact, not to have to interact with majority of majority of people. You know, Woody, I totally, I totally get, get you. Uh, welcome, Mistress Elisa. Um, so, I mean, when is when is being polite um i mean when is just when is it not necessary when do you have to maybe start being rude to counteract rude let's see hello glad to be here well welcome see nice to see you here okay so when when do you have to be rude to counteract rude or do you think that being rude is should never be an, an option that you know if people are being rude or their polite questions are nosy uh whatever um because honestly i don't care what people do I don't care where you went shopping. I don't care what you have in your bag. If you want to share it with me, share it with, with, with me. If you don't, don't. But at the same time, if you see me walking out, out the store, whatever, you know, in my bag, don't ask me, you know. Um, I'm one of those people when I go to, to the market, um, you know, since we have to bring our own bags now, I bring my own bag because I don't want to carry my stuff out. You know, my, my stuff is my, my stuff and my business. So, crucible. Let's see, Brina says, be polite up to a point and then you might have to say something. Well, I I'm, think, I'm you know, rude is, you know, it, it would seem like rude would be a, a universal standard. Everybody knows what rude is. And there's certain rude behaviors that everybody does recognize. But rude is, is like a lot of things in the eye of the beholder. Um, and I think where you cross the line, I'm willing to forgive a lot because I'm not, I try not to be an uptight person. I try not to get, you know, hacked off about things that really don't matter. Um, that was what I meant by the pick the battles thing. You're not battling per se, but you're making a decision to engage or not engage at that time. But where I would probably draw some hard lines as far as rudeness goes is if you're embarrassing somebody, if there are other people around, if you're asking super ultra personal questions that clearly would be embarrassing no matter how you answered it. Like I said, depending on who else is in the room. So I'm willing to forgive the innocuous um, rudeness where people don't really know what they're, they're saying or doing. But when you know that there's something behind it and you know that there's maybe a purpose, then I think you've, you've got to, you've, then, you, then it's okay to push back or F off politely because now people have crossed, in my mind, they've, they've crossed an obvious line. Other people have other lines that are crossed sooner. It's a very individual type of thing, but that would be my criteria. If you're going to start embarrassing people, then that's where I got to speak up. Okay. All right. Uh, Ellie says asking about people's income can be counted as being rude, that this is true. Um, and Brina says, be polite up to a point, and then you might have to say something. Okay, so I do believe that some people are rude, and 
that's just the way they are. And they truly don't think that they are being rude. There are people who are, their rudeness, you know, has something behind it. Absolutely. Um, but Brian, when you say be polite up to a point, what is that point? What is that point for you? I mean, um, when does someone cross the line with, with you? When, ha when has someone gone too, too far? Because for me, just asking a rude question, you know, that's no, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, because uh, again, I truly believe that most people know when they're be being rude, but I also believe that there are some people who, because, you know, they've always been been like that and no one ever called them out, that that's just, you know, and I, and I hate to say that's just the way they are, because I think that's an excuse for people. When you say that's just the way that they are, um, you know, to allow someone to be rude, I think that people, like people who are mean, I think you have some people who have been mean their in, in, in entire life and they don't know anything else. So they don't think that it's a big deal. I think the same thing with uh, people who, who are rude. I think that there are people who had just been rude for so long, they truly don't think that there's anything thing wrong until somebody pushes back. Hey, D, welcome. Crucible, you want to make comments? Yeah, you make a good point. You know, depending on how you grew up, you know, we've all, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us have been around families and people who have a certain dynamic about the way they speak to each other. There's nothing off limits. There are no sacred cows. Everything is right out in the open and there, there are no, you know, so you'll, and they, then that, and that's fine. If that's how you want to run your family unit and your household and everything and your old people are okay with, you know, blunt questions or rude questions, then that's what you've decided to do there. But when you get out into the rest of the world, that tends to spill over because that's your frame of reference. And a lot of people, like you're right, they don't know that they're being rude. That's what they grew up with. It seems normal. No one's ever pushed back. In fact, they've laughed at it. They've gotten positive feedback for it from their siblings and their parents. And now they get out in the world and they realize, okay, not everybody responds that way and they're they're caught off guard like well what are you talking about i didn't mean anything by it and they genuinely you know may not know what you're talking about so you know depending on what was okay growing up i think we all have our our own personal things behind four walls but when we get out with the rest of the world we we have to do a better job of adapting but if you didn't learn that any place and no one's ever called you on it until you get out in the world and now people are pushing back it, it may be a bumpy ride for a while because you don't understand where they're coming from until once after a while you realize okay i grew up in a unique situation that doesn't necessarily translate very well to the rest of the world and people who are paying attention will will adjust and people who aren't won't okay all right all right so um so having said that this is where I say, don't you think you, you know, people need to be called out. You need to call out that bad behavior. Crucible. I agree with you, but it's like, 
you know, I don't. I'm not sure this is going to be a good analogy or not, but it's like you know, your your um, friends are raising their kids, and you see how they're raising them, and you don't agree with the disciplining. You don't agree with a lot of things that are happening, and you think to yourself, "I wouldn't do it that way with my kids," and so on and so forth. And now, maybe it's a few years later, and maybe you're coaching a little league team, or you're coaching a volleyball team, or whatever it is, and you've got one of those kids on your team, and you've sort of watched this kid grow up, and you've seen his parents interact with him and her, and you don't approve of it and now you've got them to deal with and you're, you're seeing the same behavior and everything and you realize I can't correct 12 years or 14 years or whatever of certain type of learned behavior. I'm just the coach or I'm just somebody's friend. So all that accrued rudeness or that kind of rude behavior is not, is not fixable after a, I shouldn't say it's not fixable, but it's very difficult for a person who's not your parent to suddenly start trying to teach them principles and things that they have no familiarity with. So they're going to lash back at you and go, now you're the problem. My manager hates me. You're a jerk, whatever the case may be. So there's a point at which you kind of go, okay, I've seen this coming for a while now, and I can call the kid out. I can say, don't do that. Don't say, but are they going to learn? Do they know what I'm even talking about? So I think you got to catch this stuff early. Otherwise, you wind up with some antisocial people out there who genuinely have a frame of reference that's very different from a lot of other people's, and they don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, I agree. Call them on it. But you got to call them on it sooner than later. Okay. All right. And, and I say call them on it when it happens. I agree. You know, I'm... I mean, I'm I'm not one. So, you know, when you say pick, uh, uh, pick, pick your battles, you know, um, I don't think anything is a battle. You know, um, I will I will call someone out, you know, and people, you know, have have called me out, you know, and that's fine. Um, but I believe that some people. You need to call them out sooner than later, because if you like, oh, we just we just let it go, just let it go. Well, maybe you're letting it go, go this time, but maybe 20 other people before they got to you, let it go. And this person is still doing, doing what, what they're, they're doing. Um, Ellie says, I guess we should treat people as they treat us. If the person's rude, being polite is not necessary anymore. That's a good point. Um, Ellie says, I would get uh, abusive. I don't like friends who are available only in case of needing us or looking for benefits from us. I agree 100%, Ellie. Um, you know, so again, is it different from when some people are asking the polite, nosy questions? Is it different when it's coming from, and Brina, I, I love that term. I love that term, random, because I'm going to start using it. So I'm taking Brina's term here. Um, is it different if it's a random person or if it's coming from a friend or a family member? But either way, it 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 bugs you. Are you giving your family members slack because they're your family, but at the same time, they're still being rude and they should be called out on it? Is it the same as if it's your friend or if it's a random person? Just because that random person did it and you didn't like it, and you put them in, in their place or you told them, 
Why not tell your sister, brother, mother, father, cousin, niece, nephew, whatever, or tell your bestie, especially if it's something that irks you. Is there a difference? Let's see. Uh, be polite up to a point. Then you have to say something. Green says, let's see. I'm sorry. My chat jumped here. Um, okay. GP says, I have a 20 piece <laughs> McDougas and you want, to, you want to get some without asking. I'll chew you out every time. You know, GP. All right. Can we talk, talk about that for a, for a moment, y'all? Okay. So I used to work at this telecom company way back when and there was this one particular person who if I was eating lunch at my desk or if I went to the break room to eat um and he did this to everybody and he did it to me one time and he attempted to do it a second time but the first time you know um I knocked his hand away, asked him what the hell is wrong with you. And the second time that he did it, um, I kind of made a scene and he was, and he told me that, well, you didn't have to do, do that, you know, whatever, but I, but, but I did, he had a habit of, if you're sitting there eating some French fries or something that he's, he's putting his hand into your food and he's, you know, well, let me just, you know, let me just take a fry. You know, let me take, well, first of all, me being a germaphobe, a lifelong germaphobe, I don't want your hands anywhere near my food, um, period, washed or unwashed, number one. Number two, just to go into somebody, you know, you know, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's, it's actually rude. And whenever he did that to other people, they're looking at him like, oh, you know, but they never said anything. And I was the one that said something. And then, but he told me, well, you didn't have to, you know, do that. You'd have to be speak me so loud. Well, yeah, I did, but he didn't do it to me anymore, but he continued to do it to other people. So, um, uh, yes, yes, Brina, I, I, I did smack, um, uh, 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 smack, smack the hand, you know, and I smacked it, not with my hand. I, I had, I mean, I had like my, my, my pen cause I was at my desk the, the, the second time that he tried it and I, you know, poked his hand with a pen and, and, and I know that it hurt, you know, but damn, this is my food. You know, I mean, so, <laughs> you know, um, so GP, I, I totally get it. You know, when you take something without asking and whether it's your food or anything else, don't take something without asking. You know, if I want to borrow something, if I want to, I will ask, I will always ask, you know, then again, that's how I was raised, you know, but at the same time, some things are just common sense, whether you were raised like, like that or not, some things are just common sense. Um, Ellie says, never trust to nosy friends, nosy are jealous and always envious about your achievements. They can't control their jealousy. That's why they are always looking for detailed facts about you. I agree with that up to a point. Um, Ellie, I don't think that nosy friends are jealous. I think that some nosy friends are just nosy. <laughs> so some people may be jealous, you know, but I think a, a lot of people are just downright nosy. Um, so welcome, Mr. T. Uh, so anybody 
want to comment or anybody have those friends who dip into the food and as Brenda says, smack the hand or, you know, I mean, can you ask? Yeah, that's, that's, I have never, yeah, I mean, that's got to be called immediately. I mean, that is just so out of line. I don't, I mean, I, I'm a pretty let live and let live person. I try to roll with it, but that's just so egregious and, and so far out of bounds that you really, you have no choice. And if they continue to do it, then I, I think any, any, everything's on the table. No, no pun intended, because there's just, that's a person who knows no boundaries physically or otherwise and they got to be stopped or and, and it sounds like you stopped him but sometimes people don't take you seriously until you really put your foot down maybe on their hand or their head sometimes but that's what they get but to your question a couple minutes ago about is it better or worse to hear something rude from somebody that you know somebody as a family member or somebody you're close to or, or a perfect stranger now to me this is my opinion most of us know deep down what our flaws are what we need to work on um, either it's been pointed out to us before or we just kind of know it from living having lived our lives and the people close to us will, will typically know it as well and so when something comes from someone close to you it hurts a little bit more because it's more personal because they're reinforcing your belief already about these things that you have been trying to work on or not been happy with so it stings a little bit more when a stranger says something you can you can you can write that off as ah he doesn't know me she doesn't know me um, that person's crazy you you discredit what they've said because you say they don't know you so there's no validity to their comment but when people who say it that they do know you suddenly it hits home and you tend to put more credence into it that's just me personally we can blow off comments from strangers and rationalize them but when people we know hit us it, it tends to stick a little bit more. Okay. Uh, Brian says, Ellie, that's the sad, uh, that's the truth, sad, but good friends are hard to find. Jealousy is a waste of time. Brina, jealousy is so a waste of time. There are so many that, you know, I I need to do a show on just stuff that's a waste of time. Uh, GP says, uh, having manners is a form of showing respect towards others. Yes, it is. Ab absolutely. Um, Brina says, that's real bold. Uh, da, da, da. Mistress Elisa says, hi, GP. I was listening, but had not scanned the room. I didn't see. Okay, so Mr. Elisa. Mistress Elisa says, hello to GP. Ellie says, Brina, yes, unfortunately, I have a nosy friend who is jealous. I can feel her vibes around myself. She is always talking about others' lives. Good, good friends are a treasure. I believe setting boundaries. That is the case with strangers and people I know as well. You know, so again, um, Mistress Elisa has a point. Do you set, do you, do you set boundaries? What type of boundaries do you set with friends? Um, and do those friends accept those boundaries that you have set? Or do they think that we're supposed to be friends? You know, why do I have to do that? Whatever. Because for me in, in my life, I have boundaries. And there are things that I don't want people to do. There are things that I don't do with other people. There are things I would never imagine doing to people, even my friends. You know, um, so 
you know, what type of boundaries should our friends expect from us? Even our good, good, good friends, what type of boundaries should people expect? Whether you're a stranger, whether you're someone in your family, um, you do have boundaries. You know, um, when does politeness go out the window and you allow people to cross those boundaries? Let's see, uh, let's see, I believe in setting boundaries. Okay, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, you you do know. Uh, Sally, are you picking when choosing friends? You know, GP, I will talk to anybody. And I think that... Um, I'm able to talk to people and I'm able to be friends with people, but I'm picky when people cross the line with, with me, when they, when they, when they do something that they shouldn't do. Um, if you're rude to me, um, if you call me out of my name, if you, uh, say something nasty about my family, whatever, then we have a problem. So am I picky about choosing friends? No, I'll pretty much give anybody a chance. But if you're someone who, um, you know, I don't care if if you, you know, uh, save, save the world. Um, you know, I don't care if you were the, the best person who did this, best person who did this, and you did this for people, you did this for people, but then you were not a nice person or you said something mean or or nasty or the way your personality was, whatever. Yeah, then I'm getting picky. So I hope that answers your your, your question. Uh, Mr. Zalisa says, I state my feelings about things that hurt me or that I find disrespectful. I do that too. I, I let my feelings be known, um, you know, and but then again, sometimes I don't. Sometimes pe people will say things to me and they think they've gotten a, a way with it or they think I didn't pay attention or whatever. Sometimes I won't say, say anything. Sometimes I'll just like, mm -hmm, all right, mm -hmm, you know, and I'll just file it back, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, um, sometimes I do state things and, and sometimes I don't. Uh, Brina says, Ellie, don't deny yourself those negative vibes you get from her. It's unproductive. Lisa says, if they do not accept how I feel, then I might need to question whether or not we should be friends. Mr. T says, a true friend should be able to speak into our lives at any moment. We are crossing our own boundaries. Okay, let me read that again. A true friend should be able to speak into our lives at any moment. We are crossing our own boundaries. Mr. T, are you saying that we are letting that we should allow people into our lives at any moment. And I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. Uh, Ellie says, and I'm weary, as I'm weary, so I set strong boundaries with, with friends. I never talk about my relationship or plans. Okay, uh, correction, if they do not re re respect, I do not accept, okay. Uh, Brina says, same, I typically like everyone until they give me a reason not to. Ellie says, Brina, yes, sweet, but I can't cut her off. She is so close to me, I just, set boundaries with her. Okay. Okay. So, um, interesting. 
and interesting comments there. And Crucible, since you're the only one on the panel, do you have any comments you want to make about what I said or what everyone else has said in the uh, chat? Yeah, boundaries are funny things. We don't, I mean, if somebody's asked me to sit down right now and make a list of my quote unquote boundaries, you know, whatever that would mean, I would probably come up with a very incomplete list because I don't really have them top of mind. Boundaries are kind of those situational things where, you, you, you know, like they say, you used to say about pornography, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. So I might not be able to articulate my boundaries, you know, on the spot, but I can I can identify a, somebody crossing the boundary depending on the situation, um, who else is in the room, what it is that they've said, uh, what my mood is. Some days I may be able to let something roll off my back, and another day, uh, now we're ready to throw hands. So I mean, it, it does depend on, on on it's a very situational thing, but boundaries are not something I think that have that are, that are top of mind with people. They, 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 they deal with them individually on a case by case basis. And there are some people who you are okay with them crossing the boundaries that you wouldn't let another person cross. So you may say, well, that wasn't a boundary for that person. They didn't cross anything because I don't see them the same way. So boundaries can be fluid. Unlike borders for countries and things like that, we, we can be fluid in how we apply boundaries and we can make exceptions to, to people. So I think it's a hard thing to articulate but you, you you know when it's happening. Okay. All right. Um, hold on, Mr. Salisi, you want to come up? Uh, one moment. Let me just go through these comments first. Um, Mr. Chi says, not strangers, but our close friends, the ones that we share our lives with. I think they should be able to speak into our lives about crossing boundaries or maybe boundaries that we have crossed. Ellie says, I got hurt from a close friend. That's why I'm pessimistic. She's uh, talked behind my back that, uh, after our friendship was over. Uh, Crazy Lady says, I always ask too many questions. And, da, 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 da. Uh, and a formal welcome to Crazy Lady, uh, or verbal welcome, Crazy Lady, Motorcycle Life, and Shyly. So, Mistress Elisa, welcome. Hi, I, thank you. I have never heard of your show before, but I do appreciate it. So, hello, Solid Blue Sister. Um, I just oh wanted God. to talk a little bit, and I couldn't find my headphones, so I don't know if I have an echo. Do I? No, no, you no. Okay, good, good. Well, um, the thing for me about boundaries, and I agree with you totally, Crucible, that it, it's, it, and I love the porn analogy. That was a good one. It really is hard to sit down and go, "What are my boundaries?" But I, I connect my boundaries to feelings. So if I feel unsafe, if I feel attacked, if I am starting to feel negative in some way, that's not a learning opportunity or, you know, something that I can learn from, then that's something I'm going to try to articulate. I will try to find a way to express to that person, especially if I know them, what it is that they've done that has hurt me or made me feel uncomfortable or made me feel disrespected. If it's a stranger, I'm usually not in the mood to process in that moment. And I do just draw boundaries, step back. You know, I don't want your grubby fingers in my food. What you're doing is absolutely disrespectful. I tend to just go with the moment if it's a stranger. And then if I, you know, if I think about it and I need to go back and apologize, I'll do that. 
But for me to um uh, to just piggyback off of what Crucible was saying, it is hard to just come up with a list of your boundaries, but there are only so many negative human emotions that we can experience. If you're using the least common denominator, it's going to be things like fear and you know, disrespect and I don't feel safe or I feel unsafe. And so with those things, I think it's easy to say to people that, you know, you know, I, I feel attacked when you say things like that to me and I don't feel good about it. We need to talk about. That. Okay. All right. Um, I want to go back to what Mr. T said when you said not strangers, but our close friends the one we share our life, our lives with, I think they should be able to speak into our lives about crossing boundaries or maybe boundaries that we have crossed. So, Mr. T, I understand now what, what, what you're saying, but I am going to disagree with you because I believe that even with close friends, there are boundaries that you shouldn't cross. Um, you know, it, it's like um, um, you may be my close friend, but I'm not going to get personal with you or cross that boundary asking you questions about your husband that may be inappropriate or ask you about your, your wife or something that's inappropriate um, or your, your finances or something that's going on with your mom or dad. I do believe that there are boundaries that you should know better that you shouldn't cross no matter how good of a friend you are. Um, and I think that you are showing your, your, your friendship by having that respect that you're not crossing them. If people want to invite you in into that other layer of their life, that's fine. But there are things that I think that we all should have some, some semblance of privacy. Whether it's from our, you know, when people say, oh, I tell my husband everything. I, I tell, tell, tell my wife everything. Yeah, okay, that, that, that's fine. But I also question, do they really tell you everything? Are they really telling you, you everything? And, is, and even then, is there just some sense of privacy that everyone should have? Um, just because they're your wife, does that mean that, you know, you should go through through her purse? Just because she's your husband or you're her husband, should she go through your wallet? I'm not saying that there's something there to find, but once again, I'm saying, is that a boundary? You know, um, so I, I agree with you, but I agree with you to a certain, ex, uh, certain um, extent. Um, let's see, Brenda says, Ellie, that does hurt. I always felt friendships, breakups hurt worse than romantic breakups. Um, Ellie says, I have good friends too. She was cool with me. She even talked about marital in infidelity and I guided her to decide. Uh, yes, you are right. Uh, although she did that to me, I'm, I'm missing her. Crazy lady says, I tend to make people feel like I am interrogating. That's the second time you said that crazy lady. Um, that you interrogate, that you make people feel like you're in interrogating them. Um, yep. A line is aligned. Uh, Ellie says, do you talk? Did you talk to Ross? Uh, crazy lady, I never get hurt. But if a person says, no, I don't share that or 
um, or if what I mean by a question. Okay, so <sighs> so we talked about a lot today, y'all. Um, you know, again, going back to that polite question, when do polite questions become rude? Um, we've talked about boundaries, but going back to the beginning, um, are some polite questions, no matter who they're from, are they rude? Are they nosy? Um, when do you push push back? Uh, Brian says it's a case by case. Uh, you know, uh, Crucible says you know pick you know pick pick your battles. Um, me, I'm, I'm like I have my boundaries. Um, there are some things I share, some things that I don't. Um, I only ask polite questions that I actually want the answer to. I do not say, how are you to everyone? When I say, hi, how are you does not always follow. I'm very conscious of that. And that's something that I have learned to hone over, you know, the years that I've been on this earth. Um, it's just not something that I automatically say to, to, to everyone, because for some people, I don't care, you know, and some people I know they will tell me and they're answer is not, oh, I'm fine, whatever. It turns into, um, as Brina said, it turns into a rant. I don't want to hear it. And I, I don't do that to other people. If people ask me how I am, good. And I keep and I keep keep keep, keep on going, even if I'm having a, a bad day. Everybody doesn't need to hear it. Everybody, they don't want to hear it, whatever. Um, move, 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 move on. So, Mrs. Lisa, I'm going to go to you first. Do you have any last words before we wrap this up? One thing, I can't remember why this came to mind, but I saw a little TikTok video or something, and there was a couple, same-sex couple, um, um, the one woman was holding the phone, and the other one, she was holding the phone and recording, and the other one was being kind of slick, like she pulled um, the phone out and she just started swiping through it. And the woman who was recording said, babe, what are you doing? And the second woman was obviously caught and she was a little bit embarrassed. And um, they just kind of laughed. And I thought that that response was wonderful because the first person could have gotten upset and said, that's my property. You know, that's, um, you know, you're crossing the line, you this and that, and why don't you trust me? It could easily have become an argument. But what I saw those two people do in that situation was the first one understood that this, the, the one who was checking the phone had probably been hurt before and she was a little bit insecure. She didn't seem to go through her phone often, but there was that like love and kind of understanding that all the one was kind of breaking the rules, they decided they, that they weren't going to be upset about it. So I, I think that boundaries can also be something that's taken in context. Like if you know the person's heart and you understand where they're coming from, where they might be hurt or weak, especially within the context of a relationship, maybe there's a little bit more understanding. That's it. Thanks for the show. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, Crucible? 
Yeah, I think you mentioned it earlier, Solid. I think what the theme has to be in, in all, all these cases, whether it's a stranger or whether it's somebody you know, is, you know, demonstrate some, some conscientiousness and some respect. Um, if you are going to ask a question to somebody or, or make a comment to somebody and you're aware that it might be a little bit of a crossing the line situation, you can certainly preface things with, look, if I'm over the line here, if I'm, please don't understand, you know, but it, it, give some indication that you know you might be drifting into some gray areas so you're not complete, you're a complete clod to the other person. You're kind of acknowledging, I understand this might be sensitive and if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. But you, you have to read the room. You have to err on the side of caution and it's, and it's hard to do if you're a naturally curious slash nosy person, you're, you're going to cross those lines a lot. But eventually, if you err on the side of caution and restraint, maybe over time, you'll develop a trust level with these people, with this person, and they will bring you into their confidence. And suddenly, questions that are off limits today or crossing the line today, two or three years from now, might not be crossing the line because that person has learned to trust you. They learn that you're a respectful person and now they're, you're in a different category with them. But I think it's just common sense. I know we don't have a lot of that these days, but just think a little bit before you talk and the person who's hearing the words also think a little bit before you respond because not everything is what it appears. But yeah, when there's people being rude, you got to speak up. But anyway, thanks for having me. Good show. Okay. And I just want to address something that Ellie said. And Ellie, I just want you to know at the beginning of my show, um, when at the very beginning during the in, during the intro, I um, asked, I do say, I hope people are having a good day and how everyone is. And I truly mean it. When I ask people on the show, whatever, I truly mean it. I do not say what I don't mean, whatever. And when you guys ask me, you know, hey, Sally, how are you? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I am listening to you. I'm paying attention. And I do, you know, um, I I do not mind answering whatever on the show, Ellie. I I am fine. I truly want to know how you all are doing. When you all ask me how, how I'm doing, I am. I, I, I thank you very much. So I hope I didn't scare. I hope <laughs> I hope I didn't scare you off, uh, Ellie. So but um. <laughs> You know, but um, people, but in but in my day to day life, people who 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 know me, I mean, it's like, you know, they 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 just know that, um, you know, for certain things, I I I I just don't don't have I just don't have patience. I don't have patience for um, people that complain. I don't have patience for people that rant. I don't have pay. I mean, it's like the 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 jealous stuff that you were talking about. I just don't have have patience for it. You know, but to sit down and just have a conversation with someone and, you know, um, just talk to people. I enjoy doing that. If I didn't enjoy doing it, I, I wouldn't do, do, do this show. So um, having said that, I want to thank all of you guys for coming. And tomorrow we are going to have DJ Karma Camille on. She's going to do a whole hour of music. So if you guys are familiar with her on TikTok, um, she is coming to the show and um I'm excited to have her. Um, if you guys see the show pop up later on this afternoon, we're going to be doing just a test thing. Uh, um, so we're going to be testing. So it's not going to be a show. So if you see the show pop up, 
that is what we are doing. We're probably going to just be doing it for like five or 10 minutes, whatever. But tomorrow's show is Thursday fun and no serious talk. And is it is going to be a complete music show. Um, DMAC, she will be playing some Isley. I did ask her to play some Isley Brothers. So you've been asking for Isley Brothers and you guys will get it. Um, uh, you're, you're welcome, Ellie. And um, uh because it is going to be a music show, this is not a show that I will be able to publish. So if you guys don't come, you won't hear it. I will not be, be publishing it because I do not want to have to deal with the copyrights of all these other platforms, trying to upload them and then them, them, them telling me that I can't do this. I got to take this out, whatever. So, um, yeah. So, uh other than that, you guys, enjoy the rest of your day, Crucible. And um, Mr. Elisa, thank you for popping up. Brina, as always, thank you for your comments and your laughter. <laughs> and Ellie, thank you for popping on. Shy Lady, Crazy Lady, DMAC, G-Man, uh, Woody Bush, thank you for coming. Frankie, did I miss someone? I know I, I probably did. Uh, Blunt Ninja, all of you guys. Mr. T. Thank you all. Thank you all. Minnesota. I'm just going through here real quick um, because I do appreciate everyone that comes to the show. So again, if you guys see me pop on later, this is me doing a, a test show, um, but I will be back tomorrow, tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are in the world and go where the wind takes you. And today I'm going to take you guys out with, um, see, we did a little swing yesterday. You all like that, huh? Um, I'm taking you out with a little bit of country, a bit of a country jazz, sort of, kind of, sort of. But this is more on the, on, on the country side. So enjoy, and I hope to see you tomorrow.
And everyone, enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are in the world. Hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.